Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 16. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io, come sempre, sono Mark. <laughs> sì, io, come sempre, sono Francesca. <laughs> you know, Francesca, when we're recording this, I sometimes get mixed up with who I'm recording with. And Pierre Benoit always says, come toujours, je suis Pierre Benoit for Coffee Break French. So, uh, I don't know. That's uh-huh. just what came to mind today. Okay, come toujours, je suis Francesca. <laughs> uh-uh. But don't worry, you're here to learn Italian. And in this episode, we're doing a little bit of a marathon, aren't we? Sì, sì, la parola giusta, una maratona, la maratona dei pronomi e degli aggettivi indefiniti. So we are looking at indefinite adjectives and pronouns in this episode. What are indefinite adjectives and pronouns, Francesca? Well, as the word itself suggests, uh, it's pronouns and adjectives used to refer to quantities without uh, any specific uh, indication or reference to people or or things. So we are keeping things quite uh, vague in a way. And uh, without going into too much detail here in our introduction, we're talking about words like a few, some, many, and things like that. Sì, sì, perfetto. Allora, bando alle ciance. Sì, come toujours. <laughs> Diamo inizio alle danze. Okay, Francesca, can you take us through some of these indefinite adjectives and pronouns? Okay, uh, what we're going to do in this episode is just uh, going through, uh, let's say, the the most common, those we are likely to use more often when we speak Italian or where we are exposed to Italian. And probably our listeners are already familiar with some uh, of them. For example, uh, alcuni or alcune. Yeah, so some, in a sense. Sì, sì, we have seen this before and it's very useful when we just want to say uh, some, probably with the idea of not too many. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also have a singular version of alcuni and alcune. Sì, esiste anche alcuno, alcuna and alcun uh, with masculine singular words, like the uh, article un. Mm-hmm. And the meaning changes, though. It simply means uh, no. Or no. (laughs) Yes, like not a single, in a sense. Esatto, sì. And it's quite common, for example, to hear in Italian, eh, non c'è alcun... 
dubbio. So there's not a single doubt. Sì, okay. sì. O eh, non c'è alcuna ragione per cui preoccuparsi. There's not a single reason as to why you would worry. Sì, perfetto. This sounds a little bit formal in Italian. When we use the singular form of eh, alcuno, alcuna, with the meaning of no, eh, it automatically adds the extra touch of formality to the language. Okay. Could we also say non c'è nessun dubbio? Sì, that's the more, let's say, natural or spontaneous way to mm-hmm. express that. Okay. And likewise, uh, non c'è nessuna ragione. Sì, esattamente. Okay. So we've got alcuni, alcune, and then the, the singular forms, alcun, alcuno, or alcuna. Sì. Poi we have uh, qualche, which we know quite well by now. Yeah, and the interesting thing about qualche is that it means some, but it always is used with singular nouns. See, this can be a bit confusing because we see a singular noun, so we think it must be just one thing, but uh, it's actually several things. Yeah, so if you said um, c'è qualche dubbio, in that case, there are there are a few sì, doubts in sì, this. Sì, sì, o avete qualche domanda. Yeah, do you have some questions? Translating it in English with a plural, but in Italian it stays in the singular. Sì. Qualche domanda. Qualche we can domanda. never use a plural noun with qualche, so this is a very important grammar rule. Okay, so that's qualche. Okay, what else? We have uh, um, the adjective uh, diverse or diversi for several. So it's a little bit like, I, I guess the, the word looks like diverse in English, so different. So we can think of different or several. Sì, sì. Uh, I, I think several is a good uh, uh, translation for uh, diversi, diverse. Can you give us an example of that? Sì, ad esempio, ho letto diversi libri in italiano. I've read several books in Italian. Sì, esatto, sì. At times we can also find it in the singular with a slightly different meaning. For example, you can say, studio italiano da diverso tempo. Oh, right, this is new to me. So, um, what does it mean in that situation? For quite a long time. Right, okay, da diversi anni, for several several years, but da diverso tempo. Sì, esatto. Good, good. We could also say da molti anni. Da molti anni, sì. Many years. So is molti another uh, of these uh, adjectives? It's uh, another one, of course. We know, obviously, uh, the word molto, meaning uh, many, a lot, or much uh, in uh, in the singular. And we know that it takes the four possible endings. So molto, molta in the singular, molti and molte in uh, the plural. Okay, and we have to be careful with molto because when it's an adjective, it agrees, it changes into molta, molti, molte. But when it's used in a different sense, then of the adverb sense, it doesn't change. Bravissimo, Mark. Sì. Eh, ad esempio, io posso dire ho oh, molti amici molto simpatici. Yeah, so I have many friends. And these friends are very nice. Esatto. So, molto simpatici. They are very nice. That's molto defining or, or qualifying the adjective. Sì. So, molto there is an adverb. But when you said, I have many friends, the molti amici is the adjective form. And that has to agree. Molti amici. 
Sì, perfetto, Mark. And the same thing applies to, let's say, a synonym for molto, which is tanto, again, in the four possible uh, forms, tanto, tanta, tanti, tante. And that one means so many, in a sense. Sì, sì, okay, sì. So much, so many. Tanta fame. Oh, tanta fame. I'm so hungry. I have so much hunger. Yeah, it's a slightly higher uh, degree, we can say. Okay. <laughs> the opposite. Poco. E poco. <laughs> Bravissimo. And that also agrees, again, because it's an adjective. So we would say, oh, poca fame. I have little hunger. I'm not hungry at all. Yes, and it's important to remember uh, that poco requires uh, the addition of the letter H in the plural forms, both masculine and feminine, in order to keep that K sound. Otherwise, we end up with pochi and poche, <laughs> which uh, don't... Doesn't sound right <laughs> no. at all. So P-O-C-H-I, so pochi libri. Uh, ci sono pochi libri in, questa, in questo negozio. Esatto. There are few books in, in the shop. Sì, sì. Okay. Okay, moving on, we have two similar words, niente and nulla. I often wonder about the difference between these two words. Yes, it's a good question, but we can say that they are kind of synonyms. At times, um, they vary, like the, their use varies geographically. Probably in the north of Italy, they use niente a little bit more often, and nulla is more common in the south of Italy, I would say, but they are very, very similar. Are there any situations where you have to use one over the other, for example? Um, maybe at times there are um, set phrases where one sounds better than the other. For example, ah, oh, it's not bad. Non è niente male. You wouldn't really say non è nulla male. Non è niente male. And that's, as you said, it's a, it's a set phrase. Sì, non sì. Non è niente male. Okay. Oh, niente panico. <laughs> I was thinking about that one, yeah. No panic, don't, don't worry. No, niente panico. Sì, you couldn't really say nulla, nulla panico. That yes. wouldn't uh, really work. Okay. And yes, it's interesting to remember that uh, eh, niente and nulla eh, can also work as uh, nouns, meaning the nothingness, uh, if that makes sense, with yeah. the article. So this is when we're getting a little bit more philosophical and we're talking about the nothingness. Uh, il niente. Niente, il nulla. Esatto, sì. Okay. E, e molto spesso usiamo la preposizione di, ad esempio, non c'è niente di buono um, per cena. Okay, so there's nothing good for dinner, non c'è niente di, di, di buono. And we can say, non c'è nulla, nulla di buono. Nulla di buono, sì. Okay. Um, and I think perhaps also this would be a situation where we would often hear da plus an infinitive afterwards. Sì, bravissimo. Ad esempio, non c'è niente di buono da mangiare, da mangiare. per cena. Sì, sì, sì. Non c'è niente di buono da mangiare. Non c'è niente di interessante da leggere. Sì, sì. Okay. These are very useful structures to have. So niente e nulla here that work with niente di something. That's also very similar to when we say something di something, <laughs> qualcosa di buono, qualcosa di interessante. Sì, we will see that in a moment. Okay, okay, let's, <laughs> let's wait then. We'll, we'll, we'll cover some other ones before we get there. <laughs> But yes, they work in the same way. 
Okay, uh, moving on, we have uh, troppo. Too much or too many. See, and again with the four endings, so troppa, troppi, and troppe. Mm-hmm. And it's a word everyone should already be familiar with. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the word for uh, all uh, or uh, everything. Mm-hmm. Tutto. <laughs> Bravissimo, sì. So we have tutto. Um, if we if we're talking about all the all the food tutto il cibo che c'è all the food that there is here, um, but of course we would change that to tutta if we're talking about all of something feminine. Sì, sì. Ad esempio, tutta la gente alla festa è simpatica. Uh, that's a tricky example because all the people. It's a plural <laughs> concept in English, but la gente is singular in Italian. So tutta la gente. Ma tutte le persone, sì, sì. tutti i ragazzi. Sì. And I'm really happy that uh, without even thinking about it, Mark, you have used the definite article after uh, eh, tutto, tutta, ah, eh, tutti e tutte. So something we have to, uh, to remember. However, if there is no noun coming after, then we don't need to use uh, the article. Ad esempio... Ho invitato i miei amici alla festa. Sono venuti tutti. Yeah, so they all came in that situation. Sì. sì. Good. Okay. Okay. Uh, What else? We have uh, the word ogni, the adjective ogni. Mm -hmm. So that one is like each. Each, sì. And it doesn't change. It's invariable. And um, it's only followed by singular nouns again. So, ogni persona, each person or every person. Sì, sì. And uh, uh, just for our listeners, be careful when you pronounce it. It's a G-N sound, uh, pronounced in a sweet way. So, ogni. So, it's not gn, but yeah. it's ny. <laughs> ogni. Okay. There's another very similar one to ogni, sì, isn't there? Sì, there is ognuno or the feminine ognuna. Now, this is perhaps maybe a slightly higher uh, level, as it were. Um, it's maybe something that our listeners have not necessarily come across in, in such detail. But that's, in a sense, it's similar to the ogni, which means each, and then ognuno is like each one. Sì, sì. So there is the idea of every single person. So instead of talking about a multitude, we are just uh, uh, referring to each single uh, person as an individual or things as well. And every single person who is here, just to be clear, we still take a singular verb there with ognuno and ognuna. Sì, ad esempio... um, Ci sono molti studenti in questa scuola e ognuno ha la possibilità di eh, andare all'università nel futuro. Okay, so there are many people in this class and every one of them, each one of them has, ognuno ha la possibilità, has the possibility of going to university in the sì, future. Sì. Okay, va bene. E poi abbiamo, again, something similar, qualcuno o qualcuna. I love the fact that you said poi abbiamo again something similar. <laughs> Possibly because you didn't want to use the word qualcosa because that's another of our examples forse here. Forse sì, forse sì. <laughs> so, something similar, qualcuno, uh, someone rather than each one in a sense. Sì, 
Sì, and in this case we can also uh, say qualcuna if we are referring to a uh, feminine only, but qualcuno uh, is more common, obviously. Do we ever have a plural form of that? Uh, no, we're only using this in, in the singular. Otherwise, you could say alcuni um, if you want to use um, a, a plural something. <laughs> okay, yeah, so alcuni or alcune persone sì. um, rather than qualcuno or qualcuna being someone masculine or feminine. Sì. Okay, let's turn our attention now to the one that we mentioned earlier. <laughs> sì, qualcosa. Qualcosa, again, something very familiar, which means uh, something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, in a similar way, um, as we said about niente and nulla, is uh, often followed by the preposition di and the adjective in the masculine singular form. Ad esempio, compriamo qualcosa di bello. So let's buy something nice. So just pay attention to that because sometimes you think una cosa is a feminine thing, but the word qualcosa still uses the masculine version of the adjective when you're saying something nice, qualcosa di bello. And again, we can also use the structure da plus infinitive. Vorrei qualcosa da mangiare. Compriamo qualcosa da eh, bere. Mm-hmm. So I would like something to eat or let's buy something to drink. So it's qualcosa da plus the infinitive. And note that it might even be qualcosa di adjective da infinitive. So sì. qualcosa di delizioso da mangiare. Esatto, sì, sì. Okay, what else? Okay, poi forse due um, aggettivi nuovi, qualsiasi, e attenzione all'enfasi, qualsiasi. Qualsiasi, uh, I love that word. Um, it is like no matter what or whatever. Sì, or okay. qualunque. Ah, right, okay. Um, qualunque is again a little step higher, isn't it? Maybe because it's a little bit tricky to pronounce, probably, but they're both quite uh, uh, common in Italian. Okay. Can you give us an example of uh, using these expressions? Uh, See, I should say that these two expressions uh, very often trigger the subjunctive, so I don't want to scare you. Okay. Um, (laughs) So again, we we will be going through the subjunctive in a future lesson. It's not too far away now. No. But we've mentioned it a few times, so again, we understand that many of you may be already familiar a little with the subjunctive. So give us some examples just using these qualsiasi and qualunque. Ad esempio, eh, qualsiasi sia la tua decisione, io ti appoggerò. So, whatever may be your decision, I will support you. Yes, and because uh, uh, very often the subjunctive comes after qualsiasi, in this case, to avoid qualsiasi sia, which doesn't sound uh, nice Mm -hmm. phonetically, uh, we tend to say qualunque sia la tua decisione. Uh, Okay, so the qualunque sounds more natural. Because the sia is not following another sia sound. See, it avoid, uh, avoids that sia sia uh, repetition. Okay, right. There's lots in there. We have covered quite a number of these adjectives, these indefinite adjectives and pronouns. And I think it's time now to hear some examples of them within the context of a conversation. And that will be coming up straight after the break. <music> 
In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, Francesca, today we are talking about indefinite adjectives and pronouns and we are about to listen to a conversation. Can you give us a little bit of context, please? I'm a little bit jealous because the protagonists of this conversation are in Puglia. Ah, bella bella Puglia. <laughs> sì, la bella Puglia. Allora, vorrei essere lì anch'io, ma in qualche modo <laughs> sono lì anch'io. Okay, so... We are going to be listening to a conversation and it's a tour guide talking to tourists. Exactly. Sì. We have a guide and uh, three tourists and uh, yes, we will just find out what happens. Ascoltiamo. Salve a tutti. Mi chiamo Nicola Galli e sarò la vostra guida turistica per oggi. Sono felice di darvi il mio personale benvenuto in Puglia, la terra in cui sono nato, cresciuto e che amo. Proprio per questo ho deciso, molti anni fa, di diventare una guida. Qualcuno di voi è già stato qui o è la prima volta per ognuno di voi? Salve Nicola, io sono stata diverse volte in vacanza a Gallipoli, in provincia di Lecce. Ah, Gallipoli, certo, una bella località di mare. Sì, ci sono delle spiagge da sogno. Io invece ho parecchi amici a Taranto e sono stata qualche volta da loro. Ogni anno a Natale i miei amici mi mandano un pacco pieno di prodotti locali 
taralli, orecchiette, pomodorini secchi, olio, olive e altre prelibatezze, ognuna buonissima. Così quest'anno ho deciso di prendermi un mese di ferie per visitare tutta la regione e ovviamente passerò dei giorni a Taranto. Ah, che bel programmino, signora, niente male. Sì, che invidia. Chiunque vorrebbe fare una vacanza così. Io invece non so nulla della Puglia. <ride> Mi vergogno un po'. Ma cosa sta dicendo, signore? Non c'è niente di cui vergognarsi. Ciascuno ha la propria vita e le proprie esperienze. Qualcuno ha viaggiato molto e qualcun altro un pochino di meno. Ma non importa. Non si faccia alcun problema. La mia domanda era generica, solo per rompere un po' il ghiaccio e conoscervi meglio. Grazie. Lei è molto gentile. Sa, uno non sa mai come comportarsi in queste situazioni. E poi, io viaggio raramente e ogni volta che faccio qualcosa di nuovo da solo, mi innervosisco un po'. Guardi, mi sembra che lei sia in ottima compagnia. Quindi si rilassi e si goda il tour. Va bene. Perfetto, allora siamo pronti. Il tour durerà circa 5 ore e faremo diverse pause, compresa una pausa più lunga per il pranzo. Interrompetemi pure per qualsiasi domanda o necessità. Una cosa... Sì, dica. Potrei andare in bagno prima di iniziare il tour o siamo in ritardo? No, non c'è nessuna fretta. Vada pure. I servizi sono vicino all'ufficio. Ecco la chiave. Grazie. Nel frattempo, controllo tutti i nomi sulla lista. Forse mancano ancora alcune persone. Qualcuno conosce la signora Camilla Berti? Sì, è un nome che mi suona familiare. Ah, ho capito. È la signora che ha fatto il tour con noi ieri, ad Altamura. Se ricordo bene, aveva qualche problema alla caviglia e forse, chissà, ha preferito riposare un po' questa mattina. Capisco, mi dispiace. L'hotel avrebbe dovuto informarmi, però... Mi avvisano sempre per ogni cambiamento. Strano. Eccomi, sono tornata. Scusate il ritardo, c'era molta gente in fila fuori. Nessun problema, signora. Va bene, allora prendete tutte le vostre cose... Si parte! Okay, so uh, lots of voices, lots of characters there. Sì, sì. <laughs> and, and a very quick visit to the toilet, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a useful thing to, to, to know how to ask for the toilet in a foreign language. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, as ever, we'll go through this in detail in our bonus episode. But for now, let's just have a quick summary of what happened. Okay, va bene. So the first person we meet is Nicola, um, who is the, the tourist guide uh, for this uh, tour. He's from Puglia and uh, he's just getting to know all the tourists uh, on this tour. And just always watch the pronunciation of Nicola and the fact that it's a male name in, in Italian, Nicola. Sì, è vero, importante. So Nicola is asking questions to see how familiar everyone is, is with, the, with the region of Puglia. 
see. And some people actually know the region already. For example, one of the two women has been several times in Gallipoli, um, a sea resort with lovely beaches. And another woman has, uh, I think she has relatives in Taranto. Si. And they always send, they send her a, a parcel for Christmas with lots of local delicac- deli- delicacies. Prelibatezze. Prelibatezze, si, il famoso pacco da giù. There is also a man on this uh, uh, tour, but he's completely new to uh, the region and he's also a little bit embarrassed somehow. Yeah, he says that he always travels on his own and and he can get a bit nervous at times. Yeah, but the guide is really nice and uh, he's trying to reassure him and it's, it's just saying that different people have different uh, experiences. And uh, and he, he simply says that his question was only to, to break the ice. Okay, so he invites him to relax and enjoy the, the tour. And then he goes on to talk about the tour and it's going to last five hours, quite a wow. significant tour. Yeah. However, it will include several breaks and they'll have a longer break for lunch. Okay, che fortuna. <laughs> and uh, yeah, before they set off, one of the the women asks where the where the toilet is. <laughs> <laughs> Francesca, see in, in Italian, yeah. do you have a, a phrase like, you know, um, I need to powder my nose or, or something uh, like that. Uh, you could say, for example, uh, oh, una riunione urgente. <laughs> I have an urgent meeting. <laughs> okay, so this lady goes off to the, the, the toilet and while they wait for her to come back, the guide checks all the names on his list and, and he notices that there's a, a lady missing, Camilla. Camilla, sì. And uh, um, one of the, the tourists, the man, uh, actually says that yesterday uh, Camilla had a sore ankle and uh, she might be resting today. That's why probably she's not there. Okay, but the guide is a little bit su- surprised by this because uh, Nicola normally is informed by the hotel when this happens. But nonetheless, when the, the lady comes back from the toilet, they're ready to set off. Si, si parte. Si parte. <laughs> Bene. Okay, well, we're almost finished this episode. And uh, there is, of course, however, ancora una cosina. Si, come in ogni episodio, anche in questo c'è la cosina. E la cosina di oggi um, è, è legata alla figura di Nicola, della guida turistica. Okay, dai. <laughs> okay, so uh, a way to describe uh, a tourist guide in Italian or simply someone who is showing you around a city, a place, a museum. Uh, in Italian, we use uh, the word, the name Cicerone. No, if I'm not mistaken, Cicerone is uh, an author. Is that si, correct? Si, si. Okay. So why do you talk about fare da Cicerone? Fare da Cicerone. Well, just because uh, Cicerone was very uh, famous for his uh, uh, intellectual skills, uh, for his uh, eloquence. Eloquence? Eloquence. Yeah. I'm not famous for it, obviously. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we're still using this uh, uh, this uh, figure uh-huh. as, um, as a comparison for someone who is really good at speaking and showing you around. Right. So it's always a, a physical thing when you're showing someone around a city or could it be... Showing someone around a new job, for example? No, it's more a city. It could be a museum, uh, but okay. there is always... Uh, 
from a touristic point of view, I okay. would say. Can you give us an example, perhaps? See, imagine, uh, I know you have uh, relatives in, uh, in Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so imagine your Italian cousins uh, get in touch and they want and they tell you that they are coming to Scotland to uh-huh. visit uh, Scotland. And they probably will ask you, Mark, quando veniamo a Glasgow, ci farai da Cicerone? So to us, will you do of Cicerone, something like that. Si, will, si. Will, will you be our guide? Will you show us around? Yeah, that's the idea. Allora, mi è piaciuto davvero questo, questo viaggio in Puglia e grazie a Nicola. Sì, che ci ha fatto da, da Cicerone. Esatto. <ride> è stato un episodio utile, spero, per ripassare eh, delle cose che già conoscevamo e imparare eh, delle, delle cose nuove anche. Certo, non c'è alcun dubbio. Ah, bravissimo, sicuramente tu hai imparato qualcosa. Ok, alla prossima, ciao! Ciao, ciao! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved.